Look, I'll just be blunt here. You need to quit procrastinating. Make a damn decision. Fly or climb back down off the fence before you hurt yourself. But for God's sakes, make a damn decision. Welcome to the Mind Wrench Podcast with your host, Rick Sellover, where minor adjustments produce major improvements in mindset, personal growth, and success. This is the place to be every Monday where we make small improvements and take positive actions in our business and personal lives that will make a major impact in our success, next-level growth, and quality of life. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Mind Wrench Podcast. I'm your host, Rick Salover. Thanks so much for tuning in and spending a few minutes with me today. And if you haven't done so already, please hit the subscribe button so you never miss another episode. Hey, we all know this past year has been really difficult for most of us to deal with. So if you have some areas in your life you really want to make a change, you really want to make improvements, you want to get to that next level, you have things you want to accomplish but just not really sure how to get there, you need some help, you need a guide, you need a coach, I'd love to be able to help you with some one-on-one coaching. Just go to my website, ricksalover.com, and go to the contact page and drop me a note or just instant message me on Facebook or Instagram. Weeknight and weekend appointments available right now. Okay, picture yourself five years old with an old towel, sheet, or blanket fastened to the back of your shirt like a cape, balancing on the top of your old fence, arms stretched out straight ahead, ready to fly like Superman. And just about then, your mom comes running out of the house, screaming like she's on fire or something, yelling at you, what in tarnation do you think you're doing? Trying to kill yourself? You get down off that fence right now, before you get hurt. And I mean now, mister, or missy. Sound familiar to anyone out there? Any of you grown men and women want to admit to that, hmm? Nah, I didn't think so. That's okay. That was never me either. Now, how your mom or dad acted was not crazy. They just wanted to protect you from getting hurt. It's a natural reaction for parents to protect their young from getting injured. Because little kids don't know any better yet, right? Now, realistically, you probably wouldn't die falling off a six-foot fence, but you could potentially break something. So you had two choices. Sadly, climb back down off the fence in shame, or jump off and pretend you flew and really piss mom off, smiling from ear to ear, right? And you didn't think for minutes hours or days about which to do, did you? No, you just chose instantly. And just for the record, I flew. Great thing about being a kid is you don't have the fears of failing. Risk is not in your vocabulary, and most things you tried, you approach with great enthusiasm and a positive I-can-do-this attitude. Your mind hasn't been conditioned for 20, 30, or 40 years with no, or you don't, or that's too risky, or you may fail, that would be bad, you know? But as we grow into adults and have the multiple years of negative programming from our parents, they don't really mean for that to happen, but it just does. Our schools, our society, and the news media, we have a harder time making those decisions to fly or get down from the fence. Some of us spend weeks, months, years, even decades on the fence, depending on what the subject or situation is. Take, for example, just making, I don't know, something as simple as a major appliance purchase. You can take weeks to decide or buying a home, or deciding to sell your current home during this hot real estate market can take months of agonizing over the decision, possibly lose out on thousands of dollars along the way. Some people will stay at a shitty or unfulfilling job for years or decades because they're afraid to make the jump. 
and some people will stay in unhealthy, possibly even toxic relationships for many years, decades, or even a lifetime because they fear the what-ifs or uncertainty of what that change could bring. Some people spend almost a lifetime on one fence or another, terrified to fly or even climb back down off the fence. Right now in this industry that I've spent most of my life in, there are more people, more body shop owners, a growing army of collision shop owners and even some dealers that are on a fence. And they've been there for a while now. And they need to make a decision very soon. That fence is getting taller and thinner by the day. It's time to make that choice. The virtual fence that they're on is simple in its concept but complex in its detail. There's been a major shift in automotive technologies over the past few years. It started with adding some new improved types of steel, aluminum, plastics, and carbon fiber to how vehicles are built, and a few new sensors to help with safety features, to now the pre- and post-scanning of every vehicle that should happen before and after repairs, to ADAS systems, complex OEM repair methods, EVs, electric vehicles, and the new challenges that repairing, hell, even storing those before repairs, now brings to today's Collision Repair Center. In addition to that, we have severe shortage of available repair techs in almost every sector of the country, an aging workforce on the brink of retirement, and no viable stream of incoming young men and women to fill those positions. Shop owners are consistently either understaffed by a tech or two or on the hunt for additional tech to keep up with their workload, yet unable to find anyone to fill those open positions. Toss in the fact that most people during this pandemic, where our whole world and our way of life was turned upside down, have taken a good, long, hard look at their lives and really evaluating what they want to do with the remaining time on this planet and making those quality-of-life changes, like stepping down from shop ownership, selling their place, or just closing up shop and doing something completely different, or retiring a little early. A couple that with the rapid growth of the national and regional MSOs, franchised brands, and the ever-expanding dealer groups. Today, there's about 32,000 collision repair facilities participating in about a $38 billion industry, while more than 90% of the insurance market is dominated by the 10 top insurers. Out of the 32,000 repairs, there's more than 100 MSOs with less than 3,000 locations total, capturing approximately $16 billion, or more than 40% of the industry revenue. The growth rate of the big four MSOs has been very brisk, even through the last 18 months of COVID, along with private equity still seeing opportunities and having lots of cash on hand. With all that, nobody sees a slowdown in sight. All these factors really combine to be the perfect storm for shops to jump ship, sell out, or give up. Yet, there's that fence I mentioned earlier, and there's all those shop owners on that fence, wondering, waiting, debating. Should I sell my shop or just close the doors for good? Should I rise to the challenges in front of me and next level my business? Be part of the future of collision repair? Or maybe I'll just teeter up here on this fence for another couple months or a couple years. These days it seems really difficult and inconvenient to find the time to sit down and learn. And with the likes of social media that can be so addictive and time-consuming, you might think to yourself, I don't have time to develop myself. There's an app I highly recommend that'll help. It's called Blinkist. 
Blinkist is for anyone that cares about learning but doesn't have a whole lot of time. Blinkist takes the key ideas and insights from over 4,000 nonfiction bestsellers in more than 27 categories and gathers them into 15-minute texts and audio explainer clips called Blinks that help you understand the core ideas of the book. Over 15 million people are already using Blinkist to broaden their knowledge in 27 categories, including self-development, personal growth, management, leadership, mindfulness, and happiness. I've been using Blinkist for over a year now, and I just love it. Anytime I get in the car or go for a walk, I can devour a book or two, no problem. It is super easy to use and extremely convenient. Right now, Blinkist has a special offer. Just go to my website, ricksalover.com, and click on the link for a 7-day free trial of Blinkist and save 20% on your subscription if you decide to stay. Once again, that's 20% off a membership with a 7-day free trial of Blinkist. That's B-I-L-N-K-I-S-T. And you can find the link to this offer in my show notes or go to www.ricksalover.com and click the 20% off link at the bottom of my homepage. Look, I'll just be blunt here. You need to quit procrastinating. Make a damn decision. Fly or climb back down off the fence before you hurt yourself. But for God's sakes, make a damn decision. The longer you wait, the more damage you'll do to yourself and your shop. And by damage, I mean if you think that you sell the shop. Your techs can tell what's up, and it only hurts their security there. Trust me, they have an inkling you're going to sell. They're probably not fully engaged anymore, which may affect your current quality and production, and most likely are actively looking for someplace else to go. No tech wants to be left in the dust when you sell your shop and he's not part of the new team. Also, if you're considering selling, you will be less engaged in trying to adapt and improve your shop's quality, production, or technology advances which hurts your customer's experience, CSI scores, and bottom-line sales, right? The longer you sit on that fence, the longer you wait for that perfect offer or the MSO that you feel best about selling to approach you, the more damage gets done. I've witnessed this tragedy firsthand with several shops I know personally. If you are truly finished with running a collision center and want to move on, only a couple things you really need to do. Find out the true value of your shop, find a buyer, and get a deal done and get to the next exciting chapter in your life. You worked hard for it, and you deserve it. Or, fly. Make the decision to go all in on setting up your shop for future success, correctly repairing the vehicles of today and tomorrow. Embrace the challenge. Find out where you're lacking in technology, equipment, or training, and make a detailed, time-bound plan to get what you need. Make sure to let your employees know your intentions and the direction that you're taking the business. Make them part of it. This is a great opportunity to build employee engagement. Technicians want and need some security. All this change is scary for them, too. You have the opportunity to create a shop that technicians want to leave other shops for. If you're not sure where to start, ask your trusted vendors. Join an online 20 group or social media group. Hell, Facebook has several groups you can join and ask questions. Or reach out to some industry experts for free advice. You know, maybe you're currently pre-scanning some jobs or catching a few of the calibrations needed after repairs, but not really sure if you're catching everything. Or maybe you've had a few electric vehicles repaired in your shop, but don't feel 100% comfortable you have all the correct information, training, or safety equipment needed to do a proper and safe repair. These days, with the amount of technology involved in today's cars, doing a complete, proper repair that aligns with what OEMs require is really the only way to ensure safety for your customers and protection for you and your business. Success leaves clues. What that means is others have already done this, learned about the technology, investigated the options, and then purchased the needed equipment 
and trained their techs extensively on proper usage, repair methods, and safety. Seek out those that have already done so, learn from their mistakes, and shorten the curve for your shop on getting up to speed. The great news is, many other shops have made or in the process of making those needed changes. They are progressing with the ongoing shift of repair needs, adapting to what is needed both now and in the future. There are other shops out there that have reevaluated how they do business and recalibrated how they attract and retain new talent. They are thinking outside the box, attracting employees from other fields of service, creating and rebranding new types of job roles, and growing their own techs. Listen, change is constant in all areas of life, including collision repair. Why would we expect it not to change? Why would we think the repair methods of 10 or 20 years ago would still apply today? Listen, everyone in this trade more than five years has had to evolve somehow, in some way, in how they fix cars and the equipment and materials they use for those repairs, right? In the past 40-some years I've been in this trade, bodymen, now referred to as repair technicians, have gone from pulling full-framed cars and trucks with torches and a dozer Welding with arc welders and oxyacetylene torches and brazing rods back in the late 60s and early 70s to today's MIG, TIG, and silicon bronze welders, compression spot welders, and computerized measuring systems, just to name a few. And painters, now referred to as refinished technicians, have gone from air-dry acrylic lacquers and alkaline enamels and acrylic enamels in the 70s to base coat clear coat systems, three coat and four coat colors with a multitude of quick bake clear options. Some are ready to deliver in as little as 30 minutes. From heavy duty rubbing compounds like Tiger Cut to 3000 grit Trizac sanding foam discs and finesset polishing, and many other material and technology changes along the way. Okay, I don't want to beat this thing into the ground, but the way I see it, the collision repair business will continue to thrive. I don't care if we're zipping around in Jetson style hovercrafts or scrolling Facebook while our autopilot electric vehicles are driving us to work. We're still going to run into shit, and each other. And the need for repairs will always be there. So this world will still need shops just like you to handle those repairs with technicians that are properly trained and equipped. Your mindset, which is 100% under your control, is the only thing holding you back from, or propelling you forward to, accomplishing what you need to do to be successful to realize your dreams of having a profitable collision repair center. If your mindset is not where it needs to be, the first thing you need to change or adapt is that. Everything else will follow. It's time to get off the fence once and for all. And as Henry Ford said many years ago, whether you think you can or you think you can't, you are right. Well, that's all I had for you today. I hope you found something helpful in today's message that you can take back to your business or back home and immediately put into action and start making a positive difference in your professional or personal life. If you like this episode, please, please, please go to Apple Podcasts or Spotify and rate it, share it, and leave a review. When you share this podcast with others, that's how we grow. And when the show grows, I can serve more people with my messages. I appreciate you, and I hope you have an awesome and productive week. I can always be reached at www.ricksillover.com, where you can find all my social media links, podcast episodes, blog posts, and much more. (laughs) Bye.